Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of As always, I am joined with Mr. Philip Schwartz himself. Wow, that was a that was a big uh, introduction there. I haven't had Thank a drum you. roll, I don't think, before. <laughs> I think <laughs> we may have had one or two, but maybe I, I, I was feeling good. I'm feeling energized. <laughs> I had I went to Starbucks. Well, normally what I do is I I I get Starbucks at Walmart or something like that, and then like. It's a refrigerated one you just pour in a cup. But today I actually went to Starbucks, got a drink, feeling good. Wow. Okay. That's that's amazing to hear. And uh, I'm you. glad you're energized for our guest today, which is Hannah, who worked quick service food and beverage at, she's told us, the Asian Stands and Blizzard Beach. Hannah, we are very happy to have you here today. Hello. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. So before we get started... Uh, in the in the spirit of Starbucks, I wanted to ask you: Do you have? Are you a coffee drinker? Yes. All right. What's your go-to Starbucks drink? Um. Okay. At Starbucks, I prefer the strawberry refresher over mm. coffee most of the time. Um, but I love their peppermint mocha. Ooh, yes, that's gonna resonate with Phil. <laughs> yes, <laughs> love peppermint mocha. Um, although, although I did just start getting a new one at Starbucks, I started getting, uh, uh, like salted caramel mocha, I think. Oh, you get that one? Yeah. yeah, That's pretty good. I got that one time. I, well, I don't like salt. So like that one's a little bit too much for me. And I also can't have dairy. So yeah, that was was a bit much. I like the salted caramel too. It's pretty good. Me, me and Hannah are resonating right here with yeah. our coffee. And coffee we tour. also, before the episode started, we found out that we all kind of live near each other. Well, I mean, yeah. Phil and I, of course, we've known that. But, like, <laughs> we, we kind of live near Hannah. So that's kind of cool. Uh, a cool little, um, I don't know, it's just kind of cool. I didn't no really have more than that. <laughs> Hannah, you're getting a little tired of staying at home. and Yeah. I, well, actually, you, you said you got, got home from work today. So you're still working? Yeah, actually, it just kind of started this past week. Um, they've kind of started to loosen stuff, so mm-hmm. we'll see. What do you What do you do for a job, if you don't mind saying? No, um, in the summer, I work at a. Um, they're technically concession stands, but we sell like hot food out of them at our local city pool. Oh, okay. So I've got to ask: being from Illinois, you a Cubs fan, Sox fan, or a Cardinals fan? Go Cards. Yeah, she's southern, southern Illinois. Yes, I, I knew that. Cardinals. When she said Southern Illinois, I was like, it's going to be a Cardinals fan, but I just thought I'd ask. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it was kind of cool. I um, uh, One of my friends went to, I don't know if it was at college or a church or something like that, and when, it was the Cardinals backup catcher, Led Prayer there. Hmm. That is so cool. What's their backup catcher's name? Not Molina. Um. <laughs> They've had different. They've had different ones. It's it's their current. I I don't know who it is, but anyway, um, I suppose we could get into it. Um, so, so I actually wanted to start by asking. You said you were Asia Food Stands and Blizzard Beach. So how did those two like intertwine? Where because I've never heard of like one being at Animal Kingdom and then also Blizzard Beach. Is there like a different role or? No, um, I don't actually exactly know what happened. So whenever I got my itinerary, it said Wada Wada Lodge at Blizzard Beach. So that's just where I thought I was going to be. And then I think Blizzard Beach's refurbishment, like their yearly refurbishment, had gotten extended. 
So then I got my training schedule and it had me at Animal Kingdom. And so I did all the Animal Kingdom training and that kind of stuff. But like no one knew whenever we were going to Blizzard Beach and like it was open. So I don't really know why it took two months for us to get moved, but it did. So I actually only worked at Blizzard Beach for like a week and a half. Huh. That's that's interesting. Wait, so Jeremy and I were wondering, what when did you do your program? I just did it this past spring. So I was part okay. of the Corona mm-hmm. kickout group. <laughs> so you were probably just getting to Blizzard Beach when uh, you got booted home, right? Yeah, I worked eight shifts at Blizzard Beach and five oh. of them were training. So. so between the two, Animal Kingdom and Blizzard Beach, did you have a preference? I know you didn't spend much time at Blizzard Beach, but. Yeah, um, I don't know. There were parts of both places that I liked. Um, I think if I would have had the rest of my time at Blizzard Beach, I probably would have preferred Blizzard Beach. Um, I loved working in the park and, you know, you're right in the middle of the magic, but Blizzard Beach just had like its whole another vibe to it. Um, but I also like formed relationships with people that I worked with in Asia and got to make like a lot of magical moments. So I would probably mm-hmm. say I prefer Asia just because I spent more time there, but I think I would have liked Blizzard Beach too. How'd you like that uh, Blizzard Beach soundtrack? Mm. Oh my gosh. It was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was, uh, so I, I worked at the miniature golf courses and one of them being one of them being the winter summerland uh and of course they played some of the same songs that are played in blizzard beach and it got pretty annoying to me a little bit just a little bit yeah there's only so many times you can hear olaf sing in summer before you start <laughs> to feel <a> insane <laughs> i will say when i worked in uh olaf specifically in olaf's room for um photo pass there was a certain track that played oh my god i loved it it was just like essentially the karaoke version of all the songs where it was just the instrumental and i loved that track i i could hear it over and over and i never got tired of it but like i feel like when you're in a specific spot that you like the most you kind of fall in love with the music even if you didn't like the music going into it Mm because it makes you think of like work yeah and asia didn't even have music they just had like weird sounds Oh, like so, ambient, like animal noises. Yeah. So it was kind of nice to like hear music, but yeah, the loop could have been a little longer. So what, what uh, more specifically did you do in Asia? Like what, what locations did you work at? There were um, technically seven locations, but only six were open that I could work at. So it's the places like um, Mr. Kamal's, if you know where that is in Asia. Okay. It's more on like the, I believe it's the east side. I could be getting those mixed up. Um, and then all the way down to like Trek Snacks, which is down by um, the Open Bar and Expedition Everest. Hmm. Okay, yeah. So that, and then there's like an ice cream truck there and Drink Walla, which has like the frozen Coke that everyone talks about. And Yeah, so it's just like all those stands, that whole stretch of stands. Okay. Um, sorry, I, I my headset went out for a second, so I thought I lost you. Um, so being in Animal Kingdom, I'm a big um, Avatar guy. I love Pandora. I love Flight of Passage. Did you ever wish you could pick up a shift over there? 
Yes. Um, so Thule Canteen was actually like one of my top locations. I would have loved working there. Um, but I knew I was deployed at Animal Kingdom, so I didn't know how all that trading worked since I that wasn't like actually my home park. So I never really explored trading shifts or whatever. But yeah, I would have loved to have picked up in Pandora. Yeah, that that would be a pretty cool experience, I know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so that you said you worked at that ice cream truck kind of over by Everest a little bit. Yeah. That I always saw the biggest lines there. Oh and my gosh. They're insane. I think I got ice cream from there once. It's it pretty good. good. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty good. It is pretty good ice cream. Um, and then also next to the ice cream, there's that bar, right? Yes. Um, mm-hmm. that's isn't that not Disney owned or something like that? Isn't that third party? I think it's a third party. Um, they still at least have the bar like, is. Yeah, the well, the bar side I believe is third party, um, but the snack side is Disney. Like that's I worked that. Mm. Okay. I actually had um our first guest on the show and my roommate uh, Casey was a um, Asia Food Stands guest member as well. Um, so it's kind of hear- cool hearing you say the names because I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember hearing him talk about that. Um, yeah, he, I'd go over there and um, he'd hook me up with water. So um, got to get those free cups, you know. Right. Um, coming off of um, Expedition Everest, you, you need that water. Right. Um, so After that long hike. Yeah, seriously. Uh, well, you know, actually – how about we um, take a break really quick, split up the ads. You know how it is. Don't go anywhere or else. We'll be right back. And we are back. Didn't lie to you. Here we are. So when you weren't working um, in uh, Animal Kingdom or Blizzard Beach, what could you be found doing? Like, what, what did you like to do outside of work? Oh, my gosh. I was always in Magic Kingdom. Um, that was just always my go-to park. I don't know why. Really, I would go to the park that I could get the best fast passes, and I just always seem to be able to pick up, like, a Seven Dwarfs fast pass, like, the day of or whatever in Magic Kingdom, and I love Festival of Fantasy, so anytime I had an afternoon off, I was going to watch that. Um, Yeah, like, I would go with a friend. I would go alone. I don't care. I was always spending time at Magic Kingdom. So was Happily Ever After your favorite nighttime show? Yeah, for sure. What's your favorite part? Oh my gosh, that is such a hard question. <laughs> um, you can't beat Tinkerbell flying out of the castle. Like, mm-hmm. I get chills every time. But I also love the I can go the distance part where it says, like, and the voice keeps saying this is where I'm meant to be. I don't oh. know. Like, that just makes me cry every time. <laughs> I'd say it's pretty... I, I would guess, and I could speak to, for the the wide majority, is that a lot of people like once it gets to the part where the violins slow down, it's just a tremolo. And then from that point on, when I can go the distance starts until the ending is like everyone's favorite. Oh, yeah. I just sobbed through the whole thing. Because <laughs> the beginning is good. Music major over here. <laughs> well, then, then the tremolo. If for the people that do know music listening, they'll they'll appreciate it. Um, well, the violins hold out that one note, um, and then they uh, I don't know. It's once that I can do the distance part starts all the way to until a journey comes to an end. Then the final Tinkerbell coming down, like that's just it's, it's 
brilliant. Mm-hmm. Truly. Yeah. Chills um, every time. So you said Magic Kingdom is your favorite. I don't know. Did we already ask your favorite location within Magic Kingdom? Uh, no. Okay. So like what is your favorite? Land? Like favorite world land. within it? Yeah, land, land. Um, I am like a frontier land girl. I love Splash Mountain, um, love Pecos, love Thunder, that whole area. But like, if I have one place that I get to go and I have to spend my entire day there, I'm going to Main Street and like not leaving. <laughs> okay, I for just sure. sit on the hub grass and like people mm-hmm. watch and just stare at the castle all day long. <laughs> Especially when you don't got to pay to get in. Right. <laughs> Uh, so one uh, question that we always ask for, uh, randomly, uh, but you mentioned Pecos Bill, so we got to ask it. It's, it's a classic question. Get ready for uh, it. So if you're standing right outside the Pecos Bill uh, entrance, mm-hmm. where's the nearest bathroom? Wouldn't it be in Pecos? Ding, ding, ding. Yes. You got it right. Yes. <laughs> We we so, love asking that one. We it's it's gotten a lot of people before. So many so many people. I feel say the bathroom kind of over by pirates in the uh-huh. tunnel. That's honestly, like where my mind first went to, but then I was like, wait, if you're right by Pecos, it would be. <laughs> well, and also Phil and I've talked about this. I feel like people think we're trying to mess with them. Like we're like making fun of them when we do that. Like we're like ah ha ha. Like you didn't get it, but like it's literally just supposed to be a trick question. Like that's all yeah. it is. Um. <laughs> So then also another thing that we had, uh, we had a guy on here. Um, his name is Matt. He runs the Imagineer podcast. He mentioned that when you walk down Main Street, a lot of people gravitate towards the right side um, when they're entering and then the left side, or well, I, I guess perspective would be switched. If you're, if you're looking at the castle, they walk down the right side and they're entering the left side and they leave. And so they have a lot of the shops to like buy souvenirs on the left side and then like the coffee and stuff on the right side. So that when you're entering, you can get the coffee. When you're leaving, you get the um, souvenirs. That makes sense. Which I think is super cool. So I guess what I was going to ask is, do you think that you you follow those sides when you walk in and walk out? Yeah. Now that I think about it, I do. Um, (laughs) I mean, if I'm not like walking right down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. It like blew my mind. Yeah. I got to say, I I walk down the middle a lot. Oh, you. Yeah. I I walk down the middle. I'm more of a like in the middle of the street walker too. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't know if it's just cause like I want to get out of there, but like I find the quickest path and I'm like zippity quickity out of there. All right. Here's another That's question. Are we, are we monorail fans or are we ferry boat fans? Um, I love the ferry boat, but just because it's like so chill, but I'm also like, if I'm going to Magic Kingdom, like I just want to be there and I absolutely hate the TTC. So if the monorail gets me out of the TTC quicker, I'm taking the monorail. <laughs> yeah. And like the so monorail, I would take it on the way to the park, I think. And then I take the ferry boat back a lot of mm-hmm. times. That's how I was too, because I and I'm definitely like more of a night person. So like Closing down Main Street is my favorite thing. And so most of the time, whenever I would leave Magic Kingdom, the monorail would be closed. So I would have to take the ferry boat. Gotcha. Gotcha. 
um before before we moved on i wanted to get back to uh some of your work questions were you did, how much uh free food were you giving away mm, good question um yeah did we, you did you give away much like any magical uh, moments yeah no i got to make a ton of magical moments we didn't have like a set limit on how many or like how much we could spend in magical moments or whatever um i've heard of mm-hmm. like some locations doing that uh, they basically said like if you see the need for a magical moment make it and so i thought that was really cool um like i wouldn't do it all the time but if there was a kid that came up you know and I don't know. There's just those like special kids that you can tell like they are loving life. Or mm-hmm. if I could see that like, you know, a parent was having a really bad day or something, I would give them a free ice cream cone or something. So, and especially at the ice cream truck, we got to give away a ton because if we messed up or like our swirl wasn't right or whatever, it didn't look how a Disney ice cream cone should look, we could give it away. So that's that super cool. awesome. I remember one time I, I was working, I was, I had a job where all I had to do was just take random pictures. Like I wasn't like at a certain location. I was just able for 15 minutes to walk around, like take pictures of people and then give it to them if they wanted. Um, it's called tasking. Mm -hmm. And so I saw this family just sitting down and I just walked up to them. I was like, you guys want ice cream? And they were like, uh, yeah. And so (laughs) I just walked them over to a location and I was like, Hey, my friends here just want some ice cream. Um, can we get it from on Mickey's card? And they were like, yeah, sure. So I just gave the whole family ice cream. The dad was like so blown away. He shook my hand. The mom like tried to give me a hug and it was just like, it's just ice cream. Like it's just, we're giving away ice cream and it's like something as simple as that. Yeah. My favorite magical moment is like so similar to that. And there was a little boy that came up and we were talking like had been talking for a while and his mom came over and he said that he wanted a frozen banana and he was getting ready to go write Expedition Everest for the first time. And he was a little nervous and all of this. So I went and got him with the banana and told him, you know, Mickey wants you to have this. So you're brave on Expedition Everest. And like the mom started crying and everything and like wanted to give me a cast compliment and all of this. And then the little boy came back after writing Expedition Everest and was like, I was super duper brave, like Mickey said. And it was like, oh, that's cool. Sweet. And then afterwards, you whisper in the mom's ear, you're like, now you better give me a cast compliment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, funny. All right, really quickly, we're going to start to one more break, split up those ads, and we're going to be back with some trivia. So don't go anywhere or else. I, I don't really have a, a threat, but just or else. We are back. So we're going to start to some trivia. Um, let's see. I didn't look at the questions this time. They're, they're not too hard. I don't um, these aren't these aren't our worst questions. We we pride ourselves in having really difficult trivia questions. So, how about oh. Phil? We started out with question one. Okay. You ready, Hannah? I'm ready. Are you sure? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, first one is: Do you know how tall Summit Plummet is? Oh my gosh! I know we learned this in my training. And we were supposed to know it, but I just wasn't there long enough. It's mm, I think it's I don't know like in feet, but I want to say it's like ten or twelve stories, maybe. Yeah, that's that's actually right because the average story is ten feet. And uh so it's 120 feet tall. Oh. 
perfect. So yeah, yeah, that is, that is correct. Number two. It counts. <laughs> in 2012, there was a world record broken at Blizzard Beach. Do you know what that record was? Um, I know they talked about, I don't know if it was in 2012 though. I thought it was earlier and this could be completely wrong, but like, was it someone breaking the record for like how fast they went down the racers? No, or, that might, that might be. I was thinking that was like in 2005 or something. That, they that, that may have happened, but this is not the event we are talking about. No, I don't know what happened then. So it was the largest swim lesson with 500 people. Oh, Phil was actually one of the um, instructors too. Oh, that's cool. No, I'm kidding. He wasn't. <laughs> yeah. was, uh, he was a lifeguard, but. <laughs> uh, so finally, uh, which water park is larger, Blizzard Beach or Typhoon Lagoon? I think Typhoon is bigger. Not, not quite. <laughs> it's actually Blizzard Beach. Oh. It, I, I thought it was Typhoon Lagoon, too. I gotta say, Typhoon seems a little bigger to me. Uh-huh. But I guess, I guess Blizzard Beach just covers more square footage. So, I will say, one of the biggest reasons I'm disappointed that this class of uh, DCP participants had to go home is they got to miss out on, or they had to miss out on Typhoon, or the... Uh, Starlet Splash. Starlet Splash. Yeah. Oh, gosh. That was, it's so, it was so fun. Yeah, it's it's just such an interesting experience because it's like it's like it's dark out, it's two it's like one in the morning. I shouldn't be at a water park, but I am. Um it was cold, but like I was warm by the water kind of. Yeah, the water was, was like warmer than the air. But they apparently they heated it up. That's mm. what I heard. Hmm. Um heated is heated it up. Is that a is that like grammatically correct? Heated it up. Heated I it doesn't sound. It doesn't feel right saying. <laughs> I don't know. Heated it up. Heated. Heated it up. Sure. Headed. Right. I don't know. Hotted it up. Hoted. Nope. That's definitely not it. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Well, we have a tra- tradition here in the show where we ask uh, some classic Disney questions. These are all um, subjective and opinion based. So, Phil, do you want to start her out with question one? Sure. Sure. Uh, so basic question uh what are your favorite disney movies top three in no order um right now i am like loving frozen 2 uh beauty and the beast is another go-to and i'd have to say inside out i love that movie Ooh, too. inside out i watched mm. someone um uh, I watched someone. I think uh, this this. I, wait, what am I trying to say? I watched someone a few months ago for the first time, and I I was very pleasantly surprised with how good it was. Yeah, it's one of my go tos. I love it. Um. So, question two: Your favorite Disney character? Just my top or my top three? Top your your number one, the best one of all time. I love my girl Minnie Mouse. Mm. Hey, she's. That- it's pretty basic answer, but no, no that's I, that's never been said on the podcast. No, really, yeah, yeah. We we actually recently had um, Mickey Mouse said, which hasn't been said in a really long time. Wow, so, I'm surprised. Yeah, we used to regularly uh, 
because we we would get it fairly often so he would then ask people what your favorite disney outfit was yeah your uh, variation but uh yeah we weren't able to do that much anymore what's your nope. favorite mini uh outfit or variation of mini um i loved the celebration outfits between her and mickey like the confetti ones those were so cute um but she has like a pair of ears that are blue with polka dots with like a bow and flower i think that's my favorite oh kind of like uh it's almost like a vintagey yeah yeah i yeah i know what you're talking about um okay question three your favorite disney princess Mm, bell bell you know bell's been on kind of a hot streak on this show yeah i think she has she's Um, pretty good she's a good princess and question number four your favorite disney song um i would say overall like happily ever after which is probably another pretty basic answer but i've been loving show yourself lately too Mm. so i mean honestly the uh the happily ever after doesn't ever really get said either. Um, that's yeah, the, maybe one other time it's been said. Mm-hmm. And I think and, I think McCall said, "Show yourself." Yeah, and Jeremy promised uh, had said he was going to put in our our singing of "Show Yourself" at the end of one of our uh, episodes. No, it was um, into the unknown. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. We'd, yeah, we we sang into the unknown. I covered it. <laughs> maybe I'll throw it, it this one if I remember. Um, I don't, I really don't remember what episode that was the beginning of. It was uh, photo pass Hannah. Mm, that's right. Another Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, our very last question is what ride in your opinion has the best queue? So Ooh, that's, that's a hard question. Yeah. It, and it's kind of just up to you whether it's easiest to stand in, um, best most interesting to look at or best themed whatnot i would have to probably say toy story mania just because everything is so big like whenever you really think about it you feel like you're the size of a toy yeah yeah that that one that used to be probably our number one answer and then that Mm -hmm. one also gets matched with um flight of passage yeah, that's a pretty good one too. I haven't actually ever seen like the Avatar movies, so like I love Flight of Passage, but all of the like Avatar type things I don't fully get. Um, it's it's a little yeah. it's a little bit of a long movie. It kind of stretches out. Like I'm not saying you don't need to see it. But I, I just watched it again the other day, actually. It's such a long movie. It is. Like <laughs> it's so long, and like the plot, like kind of doesn't make sense. I mean, it like does, but like. It also like I mean it's basically James Cameron's way of telling the story of Europeans taking over the Native yes, Americans. No, land. literally. Literally. That is the <laughs> in just a different way. <laughs> it's essentially like Christopher Columbus with like machine guns and mechs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I've been wanting to see it. I just have never sat down to watch it. But I still love Flight of Passage. Yeah, it's it's easily my favorite ride. It's got I don't the best sense. You can't love it. <laughs> Um, do you like the scent of Flight of Passage? Yeah. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Um, cool. Well, I suppose that that, that uh, wraps up the Disney questions, so that'll wrap up the show. Um, Hannah, we wanted to thank you for being on, of course. Um, yeah, thank you. Work. 
Um, Phil, great talking to you, as always. Of course. Loved being here. Well, I hear the music, so how about we wrap this thing up? Thank you all for being here, and we hope you have a good rest of your day. Take care, everyone. Bye.